my God, my God, my God. Shalom, 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 everyone. I believe you are all doing well. God bless you. Lift up your voice. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. And keep sharing within a few minutes. We are kick starting what the Lord has for us. Lift up your voice. Begin to honor the Lord.
praise we give you glory oh blessed be the name of the lord he's worthy to be praised and adored there is another time and a moment oh god that you have made for we shall rejoice and be glad in it stretch forth your mighty hand upon tonight let your people be blessed in the name of the lord jesus i ask oh lord that you open the heavens over us let our eyes be open let our ears be open show us the way teach us from the scriptures david said open my eyes that i will behold wondrous things in your word we pray in the name of the lord jesus that our eyes will be opened that strength from your word will enter into our souls bodies and spirits let your name be glorified in jesus precious mighty name amen all right god bless you 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 just keep sharing just keep sharing keep sharing the message that is coming is heavy i don't want just this number to have a, um, a um, let me say an encounter with the message that is coming so please keep sharing keep sharing keep sharing Thank you, Jesus.
Keep sharing, keep sharing. Thank you, Lord. Alright, alright. Thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Alright, we bless God for tonight. We bless God for tonight. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord, we give you praise and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, hallelujah. We bless God for tonight. Um, last night was another amazing moment in the presence of the Lord where we handled the basics of um, the, the spirituality of fatherhood, sonship, relationship. And um, this evening, I want us to delve deeper a little bit so that we can get a lot of understanding into these things because i've realized that many of us have been hearing of these things and we call people fathers even claim that some people are our sons and still we have little knowledge or even no knowledge about this whole subject matter and i'm believing that um this evening the lord will grant us grace and show us mercy as we um talk about these things and um, we will gain much more understanding from the word of God and then we will know how to relate with fathers in the name of the Lord Jesus hallelujah all right all right all right all right now yesterday let me just do a quick recap yesterday um, through the word of God I made us to understand that there are can we all can you all hear me Alright, good. Yesterday, through the word of God, I made all of us to understand that there are basically two main words for father in the Bible. The first one being um, the Hebrew and the Greek. We understood. Good. The Bible said in the book of Exodus chapter 20 verse 12, Honor thy father and mother so that 
thy days on this earth will be prolonged. And that word father is the Hebrew word ab, ab, um, which is transliterated into the Greek as abba. And I told you that this word abba, many of you know abba father, abba father, abba father. We all know that that word abba actually speaks of the source and progenitor of a certain house. So we are talking about the biological father of a certain people the biological father the biological father so i made us understand that aside this word abba there are many people we are actually calling fathers that are not our biological fathers we can't use the word abba for these people so there is another word for father which is known as pater p-a-t-e-r it is from that word pater that we got paternity paternity that we all do paternity tests and all those kind of things pater and i told you that pater can stand for a man or a person that can also walk in the shoes or let me say um fulfill the agenda of a father as in he can walk in the roles of a father he can give instructions so most of us we have people that can give us instructions for us to follow but these people are not our biological fathers and we actually call these ones fathers as well so they are known as the pater dimension so in the dimension when in those times in hebrew when you want to speak about a father you have to clearly define who that father actually is whether the person is an abba or a pater if you once speak of an abba to somebody who is not your biological father you have a certain punishment to carry and if you speak to your biological father in the form of a pater in a way it is good because but in a way it is not because most of the rules that pater or let me say execute can also be executed by an abba but the difference between an abba and a pater is that an abba is somebody whose dna has been transferred to make a son so it is actually the son that cries whether someone is an abba or a pater it is the son that cries whether someone is an abba or a pater that is why the bible said for we have received the spirit of the lord by which we cry abba father because god has sent his spirit into us that is why we are sons so i want you to understand that you you have been begotten by god at first jesus was the only begotten son of god but right now things have changed there is something that jesus had that made him the only begotten son of god the moment that same thing entered into us we also became the begotten sons of god and that thing is called the spirit of god the spirit of god so the bible says in the book of romans chapter 8 verse 14 downwards as many as are led by the spirit they are the sons of god there is no way a man can become god's son without the holy ghost 
there is no way a man can become the son of God without the Holy Ghost. So the Bible said, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are, they are the sons of God. Romans 8:14. Verse 15 says, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So it is the sons that do cry, and the cry of the son is the identity of a father. The cry of a son is the identity of a father. Whatever the son cries is actually what he's speaking about a father. So we need to understand these things. And I laid the foundation about um, the father, the son, so that we would now understand the dimensions. Now, I made us to also understand that there is a certain the way God wants to father us, God is a personality that we do not see. God the Father is a personality whose realm is higher than the human realm. And this God wants to have a theocratic relationship with us where he rules over us as the Theos or God the Father. But some time ago, in the book of Exodus, when God was descending in the midst of the children of Israel as a father, the state that he descended was so heavy, it nearly killed the people. When he came upon the mountain, the mountain quaked and started melting, and the people could not stand the presence of the father. This is the kind of father that we have. Now, if his coming down to us nearly killed us. This is the same personality too that wants to have a relationship with us. Therefore, something must be done in order for us to have a relationship with God the Father. So he instituted some things in the earthly realm which would be a dress rehearsal of what he actually is relating with us about. So the relationship between God the Father and Jesus Christ, who is the Son, is being portrayed on the earthly realm in so many ways. And the first realm of dress rehearsal point where God would try to manifest his relationship between himself and the Lord Jesus Christ is between our, ourselves and our earthly fathers or biological fathers. So anybody that has a biological father should be aware that God is his father. If you have a biological father, you should have, there should be a certain knowledge in your mind and in your heart that God has a certain system in play. And that system is that he will relate to all human beings as a father are we all getting the picture here are we all getting the picture all right good there is the foundation we laid yesterday today i want to lay much more foundation on something 
um, let's continue to lay you know some of the blocks so that when we start the building it will not fall all right now i made you understand that yesterday i made a statement and i said it is wrong to call a man your spiritual father highly wrong very very wrong it is wrong to call a man your spiritual father because i made us understood that the word spiritual father actually means father of spirits father of spirits and that word father of spirits there actually means that the one that created all spirits you can't call a human being your spiritual father or father of spirit because that human being's spirit actually that the person you are calling your spiritual father his spirit actually was created by somebody else and that person actually now becomes the father of spirits so god actually is the father of all spirits put this at the back of your mind everything has a spirit dimension everything that our eyes can see started from the spirit realm so when you see a tree there is the spirit of the tree god first created the tree before he formed it so the part your physical eyes is actually beholding is the physical dimension or the one that was formed but the spirit dimension of the tree that was created is spirit and that one was created by god who is the father of all spirits Are you getting the picture here? I'm about to speak of something very powerful. Good. So now, when you look at a human being, God has ordained a human being to have three fathers. God has ordained every human being to have three fathers. And these three fathers that every human being is supposed to have they are actually linked to the three dimensions of the human being the first one is the spirit of the human being the soul of the human being and the body of the human being the spirit of that human being the father of that spirit is god the body of the human being the father of that body is your earthly father the one that gave birth to you but your soul must also have a father and the father of your soul actually is the one that watches over your soul he is the shepherd of your soul and he is called your father in the lord anybody that has god as his father and has a human being as his biological father without a father in the lord is a dangerous person and the person is naked because on this earth everything you are doing is in the account of your soul that is why it is very dangerous not to have a father in the Lord. Even your destiny on this earth is hidden in your soul. No man can fulfill destiny without his soul. God packaged your destiny and placed it in your soul. 
That is why any wrong thing you do, you can slap somebody, you can sleep with somebody. All those things are known as sinful things. The Bible said it is the soul that sins that shall die. Any sin you commit in your body is actually in the account of your soul. Any good thing you do in your body is in the account of your soul. Your soul actually is where your destiny is. That is why when a person dies, the Bible said in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12, when a man dies, his spirit will go to God that gave it because God is the father of your spirit and your body will go to the earth, the dust of the ground because that is where your father's body was even picked from. But your soul will now determine where it will go based on the life you lived on this earth. So everybody, once you get a father in the Lord, you are handling a matter of your destiny. Your father in the Lord is a person that God has elected to stand in a realm that can watch over your soul. And your soul is your life and your destiny. Are we all following? Good. There is another foundation I'm laying. So you need to understand these things. God has ordained every human being to have three fathers. The first one is God himself. The second one is your biological father. And the third one is your father in the Lord. Your father in the Lord. Put this at the back of your mind. Many of you are getting confused because I am not mentioning mother in the Lord. Listen to me. When I speak of father in the Lord at this point, we are speaking of a person in authority. God a person God has actually lifted in a certain spiritual state of authority that has rulership over your soul. This person will go and give account of your soul. That, that person can be a man or a woman, but the name we use for them is called a father. Are we all following? Good. Are you are you writing or something? Good. Alright, good. Now, let's continue. So, the Bible speaks much more of our fathers in the flesh. As in the, the fathers that gave birth to us. And these people, we honor them, we respect them. But I want to talk much more because it is very easy, you know, there's a link between all these three dimensional fathers and I want to lay all these links so that we begin to understand a lot of things I want to open up a certain secret and I have been I have actually worked in that so I know what I'm talking about it might not be your experience though 
party, we need to be watchful. This is the secret I want to open up and share with you. Listen, people whose earthly fathers died before they grew up mostly have issues with father in the Lord matters. I didn't see all of them. I said, people who don't have earthly fathers or people whose earthly fathers or biological fathers are nowhere to be found or are dead these people mostly have issues with their fathers in the lord hmm. i know what i'm talking about i have been there before i understand these things People who saw their fathers, I mean their biological fathers, beating their mothers, treating their mothers negatively, cheating on their mothers and treating them badly. Once they develop an offense in their hearts towards their physical fathers, they begin to have issues with fathers in the lord as well write these things down i'm creating certain links and it will help most of us next point I want to make is that people whose biological fathers are the same as their fathers in the Lord normally miss the blessing from these fathers due to familiarity. Write it down. I said, people whose biological fathers are the same as their fathers in I said, people whose biological fathers are the same as their fathers in the Lord normally miss the blessings of these fathers due to familiarity.
Have you written that one down too? Have you also written that one down? Good. Anna, you are welcome. Okay. Alright, now let's move into what we have. Devina, how are you doing? Okay, now let us move on into what we have for today. I'm just I just laid a little foundation on what we um, we studied yesterday, and um, today I want to lay other foundations before we build. So I've actually spoken on some few points about fathers and sons. So um, let's move on to what we have for today. Now. I'm actually focusing the light on fathers in the Lord. Fathers in the Lord. Fathers in the Lord. Fathers in the Lord. And I said, we don't say spiritual father. And in our minds, we are actually looking at a human being. There is nothing like that. God is the only spiritual father. And you have your biological father as well. But you must also have a father in the Lord. And I said, God, who is the spiritual father, is actually the father of your spirit. Then your biological father is the father of your body. So your father in the Lord now becomes the father of your soul. Can you all hear me, please? All right, good, 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 good. Good. So now, good. So now that's the foundation we laid. I said that God, who is your spiritual father, is the father of your spirit. Your biological father is the father of your body. And your father in the Lord actually is the father of your soul. He is the one that watches over your soul. If you have God as your father, your biological father as the father of your body, and you don't have a father in the Lord, you are missing something great because your soul is naked. And it is inside your soul that your destiny lies. So once your soul is naked, your destiny is actually opened up. Anybody can look into it. 
And when the person has an evil eye, he decides to destroy it on his own. And there's nothing anybody can do because you don't have somebody that watches over your soul. Let's talk much more on fathers in the Lord. Now, first, write it. A father in the Lord is a pattern. P-A-T-T-E-R-N. A father in the Lord is a pattern. A father in the Lord is a pattern. There is something about fathers in the Lord. No, pattern, pattern, not partner, part, pattern. P-A-T-T-E-R-N. Good. Exactly. And when we say pattern, we're actually talking about um, something that is followed. You get it? Okay. The, the dictionary said it is something from which a copy is made. So it's like a model. Exactly. You are looking on the thing you know, to do something next. Good. That is what a pattern is. That is to let you understand that once you have a father in the Lord, there are certain things about that father that must correspond to your life as well. And today I want to break some things down for us to understand. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Help me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, good. So now, who is a father in the Lord? How can I get a father in the Lord? Man of God, you are talking about father in the Lord, father in the Lord. I don't know that one. I've never heard of that thing before. How will I know that this man is my father in the Lord. In fact, what is the meaning of father in the Lord? Man of God, show me. I don't know. I just don't understand what this means. You are saying it is very, very important and highly spiritual that if I don't even have one, my destiny is naked. It can be tempered with by any ungodly person that has spiritual power negatively over me so man of god how then can i get a father in the lord when i see a person what will i know in the person that will let me know that this is my father in the lord the first thing you need to understand is that that father is in the lord so then 
it is the lord that appoints a father in the lord for you you don't choose a father in the lord yourself it is the lord that appoints you don't choose that is why it is even your biological father you are not the one that chose him he chose to give birth to you you can't choose a father there is no way you can choose a father it is the father that chooses you so you can't look at the way a man is prophesying and say i want to be, i want you to be my father we don't it doesn't work like that and that is the mistakes many of you have made you went for a program the man of god prophesied to you then no daddy oh daddy him daddy you daddy it's a serious error i'm telling you the man just prophesied to you no he's your father you see men of god are not teaching about these things so young christians are joking they are just walking about jokingly and they are destroying their own destinies you have to understand that these things so that is why many many of you have been you are locked up at places where you want to get out but you can't get out you know it is your own thing that led you there your own will and your own decision that led you to that place you want to leave but you can't you can't i'm telling you so get, get this you <laughs> don't let anybody deceive you even the fathers in the law even though i told you this listen that father in the lord that word father in the lord means that the person is your father but in the lord so if the person is your father but in the lord then the lord must be the one that is appointing the father to you so first when the lord is appointing he will appoint the father to the son and appoint the son to the father that is what god does so god will serve as a witness he will show the father that this is your son and he will show the son that this is your father if these witnesses are not in both of you that relationship should not start because it is dangerous there's a reason why i'm saying it is dangerous don't put fear in your heart no but i want you to understand because many of you by by way of prophecy by way of you see <laughs> you you went to church the prophet saw the kind of anointing god is going to release on you how great your destiny is going to be and he quickly said the lord said that you should become my son many of you have experienced that and me myself i've experienced that plenty times one of my sons called me and said man of god one prophet i have seen wants me to um he saw me you now he said he's 
he's establishing his church branch as you go and be the pastor he will give me everything he will just build the church he will put instruments in there this day i said no i told him don't go there are some people once they see that somebody's destiny will glow more than their light is glowing they will make sure they hinder your shine can you all hear me oh the network is still misbehaving but is it okay Can you all hear me now? God punish the devil. Whether they like it or yes, we will learn. Good. Is it okay? Alright, good. Someone said it is on and off, so please check your side. It's shaking. Hey, check your phone. Maybe there's an alarm shake in your. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Is it okay? All right, all right. So, as I said. God bless you, Prince. Dakar, God bless you. So, as I was saying, when you want to, you don't decide who is your father in the Lord. And that father does not decide who is his son, except God has spoken to both parties. So the moment a man comes to you and says that God said you sh- I should take you as a son, tell him that, okay, I will go and pray so that God will also speak to me too. Because there are so many things that go on in this thing called fatherhood sonship relationship. It's a dangerous thing. When it even comes to the women, the ladies and their fathers in the Lord, oh, it is highly dangerous. very dangerous and it must really be settled well 
<laughs> I have seen, I've seen fathers in the Lord that when young men come to marry their daughters, they beat them. Some of them, they will even speak evil of the young ladies, their daughters. Oh, they say, you want to marry this, my daughter? Hmm, do you know what she does? This one, she's, she's very bad. She does this, she does this, she does this. So that the young guy will just run away and, and, the, and the man of God will keep the young girl. What are you keeping her for? What are you keeping? Is she, is, what, is, what is wrong with some, some of these people? You'll be there. You are keeping the young lady. Some of you ladies now, the way you relate with fathers in the Lord, as if they don't even have wives. You know that mama is there. You are doing, hey, Jesse. You enter daddy's bedroom, you are just saying, you, Ebei, Ebei, come to my room, you come and meet me. You come, you come and meet me. Twelve thirty a.m. You are sending daddy a text, text message. Daddy, hmm, what is it? I think it is a spiritual issue. Daddy, hmm, I miss you. I was, I will tap your face with my my leg in the spirit. Hey, draw the line. You are a father. Huh? Some emotional messages shouldn't be communicated. Draw that line. Don't let them feel so familiar and this kind of... You get the point? I don't know um, if some of you can take what I'm saying. Can you all hear me? Good. Young ladies, be very careful. If you have an issue, it's a serious matter because I've, I have a lot of daughters. And sometimes I have to speak to them in a harsh way for them to stop that nonsense. Oh yes, I'm a father. I'm not a boyfriend. You can't come and talk to me in that way. Those people that did not even settle matters like this now, by the time they realized they were having an affair with their own daughters, that thing shouldn't be brought close to my dwelling. I will slap you you go and worship Allah instead of Jesus. (laughs) 
That was just by the way. Let's teach. <laughs> it's a serious matter because most of the young ladies they have issues with their fathers in the Lord. Fathers in the Lord, baby, I went in a drew on worry. You are traveling, wifey. She said, You don't have any wife. You are walking around with daughters everywhere. But we can't throw to us to say why you say a bed and we'll be an jindy. And most people walking around these fathers in the Lord. They are actually looking for something. As in, it might not be necessarily something evil like sexual stuff. They need money. So the day that the father in the Lord doesn't have money and is not given to them anymore, anybody that will try to give them money, they will submit to the person. And if you are hated by another man of God, he gives these young ladies money and tells them to say this against you. You are in trouble. Just let an issue pop up between them. You are in trouble. Here is what has happened. Some people, when they get so close to you, they can take pictures with you and all those kind of things. They will be calling you father everywhere. Let an issue pop up right now. They will go out and say bad stuff. And because they have pictures with you, everybody knows that, oh, this one, yeah, yes, that is your daughter. That is, they will all believe without even coming to ask you. They will believe it immediately. We will talk about the repercussions of those things. But I'm speaking on the side of the fathers. Be very careful. Be very careful. A father is a pattern. I want to open your eyes on something. Most of the times, what the fathers experience or have experienced is what the sons also go through. That is what speaks that a father is a pattern. Most of the times, what, if, what the fathers experience or have experienced is what the sons also go through. So most of you, when you look at your fathers, Let's say the father was actually um, an addict to women, or let's say a womanizer, and God saved him. Almost 80% of his sons will have issues with women. And it is not because he was a womanizer, that is why they are also womanizers. No, sometimes God links them to him because he was once in their problem, but he has been able to come out. So he has the antidote to what these sons are going through. So God connects them so that by that antidote, these sons will also get out of the problem. Yeah. That is why those of you youngsters, eh, young, young people that are calling yourselves father, father very early. <laughs> You have not understood anything about father, but your sons are 25. You can see a very young guy who doesn't really understand what father is in the spirit realm. 
he does not know what it means to cover the soul of a man. He doesn't know. Onim and the crow. He cannot even pray to look into the destinies of the sons to know where they will be, where they are, they are not supposed to go. Onim and the crow. But he has 85 sons. Hey! <laughs> what a shock. You don't need to get white beard and white gray hair before you become a father. No. But there is a realm of understanding you need to get to. You need to, have, you need to see something. Else, you will just call yourself a father and you will not be one. And if you are calling yourself a father by then and you have sons, I don't know where those sons are actually standing. And the other statement I want to make is that every father without a father is not a father. <laughs> you are calling somebody a father. Where is the father of your father? You don't know. Be careful. Be careful. You can't be the son of a bastard. A bastard is somebody who, who doesn't have a father. Because we need to trace the lineage to somebody. Those of you just met a man somewhere, man of God, I want to, I want to, um, I, I want you to be my son. Listen, before you submit to a man as a son know the man's father and if you get the privilege to know the man's father know his father also We're talking about your great grandfather in the lord no no then sit down understand the lineage then you will know we don't just say this is my father youngsters be careful you are submitting to a man because he can prophesy deep, ditto, ditto. You have not seen any gift yet. You will see somebody who can tell you deeper things, then you will get 15 fathers in a year. <laughs> because if you are submitting to men because of gift, you have not seen gift. You have not seen gift. Listen, when you meet a man walking in a dimensional gift and you need that gift, there are ways and means to follow. You can sow seed. Yes, sow seed. Fast, receive impartation. Soak the messages of this man. There are ways and means to walk in that oil. You don't quickly go and say, I want to be your son. When they look at the number of people you have told them that I want to be your sons, into wash. Wash. Are you this is prostitution? You know? Prostitution. This one I call it substitution. Substitution. You are calling everybody your father. Substitution. <laughs> Hmm. 
thing. How many people give birth to you? How many people are watching over your soul? This is the main reason why some of you guys, you are, you are locked, just a, you are calling people your fathers, and those people who don't even know where God is leading you to. They can't even decipher and decode that you, you are for the nations. They don't know. They don't know that you are a great leader that is supposed to rule over great people. Listen, some sons are greater than their fathers. That is how God has made it. Fathers are foundations. The foundation of a building is not seen. It cannot be seen. It does not mean that the building is just hanging. No. Sons are the building. So when a son is standing there as a building, everybody will clap for the beauty of that building. But it is all standing on a person called foundation. And that is the father. A father does not struggle with the son over who is in the limelight. That person is not yet a father. That person is not yet a father. When you meet my father in the Lord, his father in the Lord is not known, but my father in the Lord is known. He's known on TV, everywhere. But his father in the Lord, nobody knows him. And he is the foundation on which my father in the Lord is standing upon. Look at that, so perfect and beautiful. Not all sons, listen, listen, listen. This is the glory of a father, that the son will be greater than him. That where the fathers failed, the sons will be successful in that area. This is the beauty. And this is the glory of everything. That is why sometimes God will first let the fathers taste some things. So that the sons will not taste those things. Sometimes the fathers will fall. And they will use that fall to learn lessons. Then they will realize that when, we, when I got to this season, I fell. And definitely my son will get to that season. So my son, if you are getting close to the season, understand there are certain signs and symptoms or signs that will manifest. When you see a lot of women proposing to you, know that there is a pit that you are getting close to falling into. I fell into that pit some years ago. So I am talking to you as a father. When you see these things, run away. When you see these things, go and fast. When you see that you are getting so dry, your understanding is getting so choked, you can't stop thinking about relationship. You can't stop thinking. You just want to enter into a relationship by force. You are just there. You don't know. Sometimes your brain can get choked. You want to pray. You cannot pray. Like you want to study the scripture. It is not going. You are just thinking of a certain lady. You are just thinking. Once these things begin to happen, son, rise, go and hide at Atria and fast and pray for 21 days. By the time you descend, you will be free in your mind. Don't stay at home thinking that you can conquer. By the time you realize, you will throw your anointing away because of a woman. Go and hide. These are things that fathers have experienced. They will let the sons know so that they will escape the pits of the devil. I'm telling you. 
so a father is a pattern what happens to a father happens to a son in the book of genesis chapter 11 chapter 12 verse 11 the bible said that abraham married a woman by name sarai and this woman was fair the word fair we all understand beautiful fair woman abraham married when he gave birth to his son isaac the bible said in the book of genesis chapter 26 verse 6 to 7 that isaac also married a fair woman called rebecca so what the father loved is what the son also loved so it is a bloodline pattern it runs through the blood one man of god that i got to know his church got bent he didn't understand he called his father in the lord said daddy the whole church got bent my instruments the speakers everything please can you all hear me okay my church got bent the instruments everything is gone it was then that the father in the lord told him that my son the same thing happened to me 15 years ago 20 years ago my check got bent it even got bent two times so if yours has bent just one time get ready for the second one So you see what happens what happens to the father can also happen to the son are you all following isn't it some way when your father in the lost said god bent and your church also got bent. Wow. How did that happen? <laughs> so a father in the Lord is a pattern. When you see good things happening to your father in the Lord, it can happen to you. Your father in the Lord is making wealth. You can make wealth. Your father in the Lord is walking in greater dimensions of the anointing. You can also do that. It all depends on your relationship with your father. Second, a father is a pointer to Jesus. A father is a pointer to Jesus. A father is a pointer to Jesus. Can you all hear me? Good. A father is a pointer to Jesus. Any father in the Lord you are following that does not teach you more about Jesus, you walk with the man, 
you realize that he enters here he goes here and all those things are not towards the lord jesus christ who is the lord you need to open your eyes if the father doesn't point you to jesus if he tells you oh don't fast don't pray there is a way to get the anointing and where is the way he takes you to subroku you need to be careful this one cry, don't be careful run away So one of the things that I, I always teach my, my sons, we are a praying family. We pray. We pray. If I see you misbehaving, I'll just give you some few 14 days. Then you thank God with it. It looks like a punishment, but... It is a way to help you. Oh yeah. Prayer, prayer, sir. If you see you misbehaving, we we'll just climb Atria Mountains. We will lift only one prayer topic. So by the time you realize. Okay, so third, a father is the cover of your head. A father is the cover of your head. A father is the cover of your head. What do we mean by cover of your head? Now, when the Bible was speaking of the armor of God in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 10 downwards, the Bible says that. For wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and all those. And he said, therefore put on the whole armor of God, that you'll be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. He started by saying, put on the helmet of salvation. So the covering of a head is called a helmet. So a father actually is a certain helmet for your head and get this that word helmet was for salvation salvation so the covering of your head is for your salvation the covering of your head is for your salvation salvation in what salvation so my father in the lord is my helmet he is the cover of my head why is it that i need to cover my head the bible said in the book of psalm 140 verse 7 psalm 140 verse 7 the word of god said "O god the lord the strength of my salvation thou hast covered my head in the day of battle thou hast covered my head in the day of battle get this 
in times of battles spiritually your father is the one that covers your head he is your helmet of salvation he is the one that covers your head because once your head is touched your entire life is gone so your father is the cover of your head the cover of your head in the sense that when you are in a state of spiritual battle he is the one that saves you he saves you during the period of spiritual battles when you are having issues with your marriage when the enemy wants to hijack your health when the enemy wants to destroy your traveling door when the enemy wants to destroy your marriage when the enemy wants to destroy your health when the enemy wants to destroy your job your finances your father is the one that fights that battle for you and makes sure that you are safe you see why it is important to get a father in the lord many of you are fighting certain battles alone that is why you are failing all the time there are certain things the moment you get fathers in the lord and you relate with them rightly you don't need to pray it will come easily i'm telling you it will come and i'm a living testimony when i got connected to my father in the lord <clears throat> some of you the way getting money power was difficult for you in your family you just got connected to a man and you are just serving under him and look at you don't even struggle to get money when you are broke all of a sudden somebody will just send you money you don't pray for money The money will just come but at first when you had no father in the lord charlie anybody that wants to help you with money be wants to also have a way some of you had they not been fathers in the lord and come up with a scamming and lotu and all those kind of things because of money the pressure i remember some time ago one guy came to church and the lord spoke to me and said take this guy as your son and raise him and i looked into things and i realized that this guy had gone to stake lotu just said the money pressure was heavy he nearly entered into Sakawa. And I took him as a son. I started giving him money, small, 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 small money. But there are times I will not give and he will not complain. Because when he got connected, in one way or the other, God was also connecting him to people that will help him small, small. Meanwhile, when he had not connected, it looked like no, everybody was against him. These are some of the petty, petty things God will handle for you when you connect yourself to a father in the Lord. You don't waste time. If you don't have a father in the Lord, then you will struggle with plenty things. Plenty things. Everything you'll be praying for it. 
Once people are praying to know more of God, they don't even think of money because, because of their connection with their fathers in the Lord, money is already provided. They don't think of health. Some of them don't even have health insurance because they know they can't fall sick because of the altar of their fathers. And it is working for them by you. Health insurance renew faster as because when even a mosquito waves at you, that is malaria. So, in a state of spiritual battle, some of you, you went, you are youngsters. You went to have an affair with a certain lady that was a witch. And there was an attack from the witchcraft coven against your soul. But when the attack was launched against your soul, the attack came and realized that your head was covered. And it went back. So a father in the Lord can even save you from trouble that you even brought on yourself. Do you remember those times when we were young? When we go out to play with children and we beat somebody. You run. You just go and hide at the back of our father. Knowing that once we are there, that is a place of refuge. So your father is your place of refuge, your hiding place, and he is the cover of your head in the day of spiritual battle. Are you following? Good. The fourth one, a father is the shepherd of your soul. A father. Is the shepherd of your soul. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17. The word of God said, Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls and they must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable for you. The ISV says, Continue to follow and be submissive to your leaders, since they are watching over your souls. Watching over your souls. As those who have to give a word of explanation. <laughs> By doing this, you will be letting them carry out their duties joyfully and not with grief. For that would be harmful for you. If you don't continue to obey and submit to fathers in the Lord, it would be very difficult for them to watch over your souls. What does it mean for a man to watch over the soul of another?
Now, there are times that every night I will pray for my sons. So I can pick about eight of them in a night. Then I will start praying about their destinies. But first, I know the destinies of all my sons. I know where God is taking them to. I know the things they are supposed to do, things they are not supposed to do. I know. And I give them instructions on them. But if they choose to disobey my words, I don't have any problem. They are the ones that have the problem. Because whether Elijah sees that Elijah has been taken to heaven or not, Elijah the father does not lose anything. But it's Elijah the son that stands the chance of losing plenty things. So once your father tells you, don't do this, he has seen something that if you do it, you might abort your destiny. A father is like a scan machine that takes the scan of a pregnancy and shows the state of the pregnancy and later prescribes what must be done to keep the baby intact till the time of delivery. So a father will watch over the baby inside the womb, scan the baby and see if there is any complication that must be handled medically. That is what we call watching over the soul. As a shepherd leads the sheep or the flock to the place of grazing and makes sure that no animal comes to capture these sheep. That is how a father is to the soul of a child. David fought with lions. He opened the mouth of bears to snatch from their hands the sheep. He is a good shepherd. This is what a father does as a shepherd of your soul. That means as the sheep are going out to graze, there are a lot of wild animals waiting to capture the sheep. So whether you like it or yes, there are enemies trying to attack your soul because it is inside your soul that your destiny is hidden. Somebody doesn't like your destiny. One of your mother's sisters wants you to die because they have seen that you, have, you are a great apostle that will stand in the nations of the world. They want to stop that. One of your aunties is against the grace of God on your life. One of the best ways for these plans of the enemy to be aborted is to get someone that is watching over your soul. When the person is watching over your soul, he can see what is ahead of you that can destroy you. And he will tell you, don't go here. So there are times when I pray for my sons, I can look at where they are going that they will fall. Immediately I will call you and I will tell you, be careful. You are treading on a certain path that will, if care is not taken, you will not be the same again. You will not return. Be careful. And one of the things that I do 
I make sure that my sons do not come out before their time. Because there are many lions out there that can snatch you when you come out before your time. No matter how gifted they are, I want them to know they shouldn't be led by their gift. When fathers are doing this, sometimes the devil will push things in the minds of the sons, telling them that your father doesn't want you to shine. That is why he's trying to cover you. You might not know what the father has seen. You might try to force yourself and come out. I have seen people, I instructed them, they never listened. They are nowhere to be found now. One woman, one lady brought them down. They cannot find where the anointing passed. Be careful. Beware. Listen to instructions. It will help you. Don't let your gift push you out of the covering of a father. I have seen many sons, once they got gifted, listen, eh? human beings can let you do something great against your own destiny. Human beings. Human beings. People left churches of their fathers, taking all the church members to start their own. And you think God will watch you and cause you to prosper like that? It, is, it will never happen. I know people that took the, name, the numbers of all the sons and the members of their father, fathers in the Lord and created a different WhatsApp group with them and established a church. <laughs> you see, when you get a father like myself, hardly will you see me talk. I don't have time. I'll just give you a caution. Be, be careful. And if you have known me, I always say be careful. Be careful. Be careful. I don't like talking plenty. And mostly, I will not talk. Uh, if I say be careful, then you know that the issue is hot. It has become hot. Nana will say it has become tensious. We need to be careful. Today, I'm, also, I'm just telling you what a father is supposed to do. I'm just opening the surfaces. I'll go deep. I will show you what it means to watch over the soul of a son. What will qualify somebody to become a father? You can go for evangelism and preach to somebody and the person can get saved. And then the person enters into the Lord. You are the one that led the person into the Lord. So the person will say, you are my father in the Lord. You led me to Christ. There is no problem with that. But it is your responsibility as a father to grow 
leading people to Christ is not the only thing that qualifies you to be a father. It is very heavy to be called a father in the Lord. Because the reason why Jesus Christ came to the earth was to die and save the souls of men. So because of the soul of a man, Jesus came to die. Then after dying, he has handed over that same soul to you as a father to watch over. So if you don't know how to watch over a soul that Jesus has bought with his precious blood, it is a dangerous thing you are doing. We don't just walk about and say, my son, my son, and there are men of God like that. Everybody, my son. Um, hardly will you, see, will you see me typing son or calling somebody son. Son, I'll say, Osofo, how are you doing? Yeah, you are Osofo. I won't say, son, how are you? When I say son, then I know what I'm saying. And in fact, when I type son, it does not necessarily mean that Chinchina, you are my son in the Lord. No. Because there are a lot of people around that are not your biological fathers that, are, that can call you son. Because there is the dimension of the Abba and the dimension of the Pater. A lot of people can call you son. It doesn't mean that they gave birth to you. So you have to understand. good there's a dimension too for you to become a father in the world you need to understand what it takes to give birth <laughs> this is where people don't understand let me open it up for you to understand well so please those of you who are daughters when i say father and son i'm actually talking about the daughters and everything so uh-huh. don't don't good i'm speaking of both so see yourself in that as well paul said my son whom i gave birth to in birth pangs paul is a man he gave birth to a son in birth pangs do you know birth pangs what the women go through when they are giving birth to children at the labor ward. Paul said he gave birth to children like that. He gave birth to sons. He traveled and gave birth to them in birth pangs. If you have not gotten there yet, you don't qualify to be a father because you have to know what it means. You have to experience what women experience in that room, that labor. <laughs> when we say fathers, people joke. That is why when you see fathers, fathers are known to bless. The, there is blessing on the tongue of a father. 
God made fathers to bless with their tongues. Fathers don't really curse. But when a woman curses a person, ah, it is very dangerous to overturn, very, very hard to overturn that kind of curse. That is why mostly when you hurt a lady and she wants to destroy your life, she can tie her abdomen or womb with something, go to the washroom, or the bathroom you are you are already in trouble i'm not telling the ladies here to go and learn it is nonsense for you don't go and learn that thing They will slap you. Good. So a father is the one that watches over your soul. And do you know the other dimension is that the Bible said that the fathers, according to Hebrews 13, verse 17, after they have watched over your soul, they give account of your soul to God. Jesus came to save you. It is like this. Jesus started a, a company. And when he started the company, he placed you in the office of the secretary and said every month, write a report of whatever happened at the office according to the secretariat dimension and bring it to me that is what we are doing as fathers we present issues of sons and reports of sons to god to the lord jesus christ at every point that he will demand it so write it down if you are growing to become a father understand these things Eh? A time came, eh? I was given every instruction I give to my sons and daughters to do, they would disobey. It happened continuously for three months. I didn't know what was going on. Don't do this, they will go and do it. Don't do this, they will go and do it. And the thing was pinching me like, 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 eh. Some of them cry. I nearly disowned them. I nearly told them that go away. You are not my son again. God said, hey, what are you doing? Keep them. Even Judas cried he was with Jesus. Serious. When you get there, when they disobey your commands, it is painful. <laughs> Some of my sons they wanted to start an online thing. I told them, don't do it. The time I realized they had already started their online ministrations. I didn't talk. And I won't talk. 
that some of them they started i told them stop immediately they stopped i'm watching i'm just watching i'm just watching listen we are all sons of god though, but there are things god would give to some people he would never give them to us whether you think god is biased or not he doesn't care it is your relationship with god that determines what you will get from him it is not just by calling him my father he's watching he he knows everything he knows i watch over your soul i know what is in your heart so if i don't give you certain things and you go about to see that you uh, probably he only likes this one he's giving i don't know if you like go and get megaphone go to the radio station and propagate that that i am biased I don't care who. Mm. Yeah. God gave a certain man of God a car. He gave a certain man of God a house. I have not yet received my car and my house. But I'm still God's son. <laughs> I'm still God's son. Why is it that when God was giving it to them, I didn't give me my own? Uh, the way the man relates to God might be different from the way I relate to God. So his time has come. Let him work in it. There are things God has given to people. He has never given them to me. It is possible. It doesn't matter how you say it. No matter the matter. The relationship between a son and the father. To receive a blessing from a father. It is not about how the father relates with the son. But it's about how the son relates with the father. And one thing we need to be very careful of is familiarity. Familiarity. Some fathers will come so low, talk to people, laugh with them, just laugh with the sons, and you think they are you are you are the same, you are their co-equal. Be very careful. Be very careful. Be very careful. Familiarity. Oh. Like me, for instance, I don't know how to lift my shoulders. Hey, my son, come, take this. Hey, no, I don't like it. So some of my sons, when they even come to my house to help me do certain things, I tell them, don't do it. I want to do things on my own. But they will force themselves to come and do it because they know what they are taking. I won't strike. Come and come and wash my clothes for me. Come. I don't like that. My clothes, I will wash it. Even if it is a shed them 50 years, I'll wash it on my own. Don't be too familiar with your father in the Lord. It is dangerous. Don't be. Don't be. There are so many people called the sons of the prophet, but none of them was able to receive the cloak of Elijah, except Elisha. 
don't look at the way another son of your father is relating with him to change the way you relate with that father have a special way you are relating to your father if your your brother does not relate the same way forget it you know what you are looking for your some of your own brothers will see things about your father to you be very careful the next thing i want to talk about is the nakedness of a father the nakedness of a father a lot of sons have received curses through these things once you call somebody your father i beg you never try in your life to speak negative things about them even when you see them doing it before your eyes don't say a word if you want to leave them because they are constantly doing negative things live quietly don't go and talk about it because in one way or the other if you go out to speak of what you saw your fathers do in secret you are bringing troubles on yourself they might not know what you have even said but let me tell you so long as it is a covenant and an ordinance the universe itself will see to it that struggles will be around you be very careful Be very careful in the book of genesis chapter 9 verse 22 the bible said and ham saw the nakedness of his father ham saw the nakedness of his father you might be working with a man of god your father in the lord he's into things that is not right very bad stuff the best thing you can do when you hide pray for him that the lord will set him free and deliver him don't go and stand anywhere and talk about it not even to your brother pray if your brothers also see it let them also pray Because according to ordinance, the father does not need the son. It is the son that needs the father. If you disconnect from a father, the father has not lost. You are the one that is losing something great. So be wise and be very careful. And when Ham saw the nakedness of his father, he went out to speak it and curse came upon him and his generation be very careful some of you sons you talk more about your fathers in secret places you are bringing troubles upon your own self be very careful be 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 damn careful I know somebody that came to me he's a man of god they told me i'll be a prophet i've been praying i'm not seeing anything so please pray for me and impart me the moment i, I wanted to pray for him the, the holy ghost said stop then the lord started opening things to me 
how this man looked at us, a man of God and say, oh, leave him this man, this man, oh, he's not from God. The moment he said that, his heavens were locked. Even though he was called to be a prophet, he struggled, he was not seeing anything. Because he said that a man of God is not from God. When the man of God cried, he, told, he said that thing about Christ, I was not even aware. And the Lord told me, he has to go and apologize to that man. And pray that he, the man would pray for him and lift that thing from him. But this man too, right now, at the time that we were talking, I was praying for this guy. He has spoken about that matter, about that prophet, 10 years ago. And that prophet was now on TV. For you to even see his secretary alone, it can take like two months to see his secretary. How much more himself? The guy placed his two hands on his head and said, I'm dead. Be careful. Hmm. Nana, that is it. Don't speak against an anointing. The man crime might not be aware, but the oil will fight you. I'm telling you. Once God pours his anointing on a man, he's standing close to that man. That is why he will say, Don't touch not my anointed. The Bible said he destroyed nations for the sake of Israel. God doesn't just pour his anointing on anybody. So once he anoints somebody, he's standing by the person. Making sure that anybody that tries to fight him, the ororo on the head of that man will fight the person. That is why I said, if you are serving under a certain father and he is doing a lot of wrong things, Please, I beg you, if you can't stay there any longer, go and pray to God. God, direct me to another place and disconnect yourself peacefully. Don't talk about the matter again. Don't hey, people will come to you and say, ah, why did you disconnect from this one? Why have you left this one? Why have you? They are just trying to know something. Don't say anything. Say, I just, there's nothing. Don't say a word because whatever you open your mouth to say, you will be actually speaking the nakedness of your father. So, a father. Is the covering of your soul and he gives an account to the Lord Jesus Christ who is the Lord over your soul nobody knows your destiny than your father in the Lord nobody knows where you are supposed to be and where you are not supposed to be than your father in the Lord that is how God made it you have to know what to do to God as your father what to do to your biological father and what to do to your father in the Lord. 
you have a role to play. Under normal circumstances, your father in the Lord is not the one that must give you money to buy food. That is the work of your biological father. But if a father in the Lord who is watching over your soul can provide for your physical needs as well, God is not against it. But it is not a responsibility. It is just a kind gesture. Put that at the back of your mind. His assignment is in your soul, not your body. It is his responsibility to watch over your soul, but not to give you your physical needs. So if a father gives you something physically, like money and all those kind of things, he's actually showing you love and a kind gesture. Some of you relate with your fathers in the Lord and you just say, giddy, giddy, giddy. You want, when you want to buy food, you are calling him. When your phone gets spoiled, you are calling him. When this is, you are calling him. Every time you are calling your father in the Lord. If care is not taken, you might lose sight of the spiritual things you are supposed to receive and focus so much on the physical things. And the enemy might rob you of that. Okay. Good. All right. Um, let let us pause for tonight. We have like five minutes for this session to end. So um, let me take some few questions before we end the session and continue, God willing, tomorrow. Oh, Kwame, what's up? I'll upload the message so you can download it. Okay. God bless you. Alright, so any question? Today we just spoke a little bit about the Father. We'll go deep into that God willing tomorrow. And I'll also talk about what the sons are supposed to do. Alright. Any question? Emma Shonga, God bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. And shield you from every attack of the enemy. I declare anything that fights marriages in your family has been aborted. Let the glory in marriages be released upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for academic excellence and for influence to be released upon you in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Any question?
Any question? God bless you, Nana. God bless you. Hello, <laughs> bless you. Anybody? One thing too is that you have to understand the emblem of your father. There is what we call the prophetic emblem of every man of God. My own, let me declare it here, is a crown and an eagle. A crown and an eagle. A crown and an eagle. So true sons of myself will either take the dimension of the crown and be royals or will take the dimension of the eagles or can take the dimension of both. So I know where all my sons are going. Once you come close to me and you want to be a son, there is a sign the Lord will show me for, for me to know that I should take you as a son. It is either by these dimensions. Either I see a crown on your head or I see an eagle on your shoulder. If none of these things pop up, my dear, you cannot enter my palace. Bye-bye. Said if you don't know their emblem, is this something you can ask them? Sure. In fact, some some of the fathers don't, don't even know. They don't even know that there is something like that. Someone said, If I don't have a father in the Lord, how do I get one? Please start praying about it. Get a time fast and pray about it. The, the Lord, show me a father. Give me a father. The Lord will direct you. Start praying about it. Be very serious about it and pray. Alright, God bless you and keep you all strong. God willing, tomorrow we are going to meet for lunch, prayer, fire, and also we will meet in the evening to continue with the message. Papa, please, if I pray about it, what would be the sign for me to know who God chooses? That one is dependent on God. I can't show you a sign. Because God is the one that will choose how to let you know. It can be through a dream. It can be through a vision. It can be through... So Sometimes your eyes will just fix on a name. And it can be somebody's name who God wants you to be the son. So it can be through so many means. I can't pinpoint an exact thing sure so keep praying about that god bless you and keep you all strong yesterday i uploaded the message so you can go and download it our time is up our time is up our time is up god bless you and keep you all strong somebody said please how can i see that you have the prophetic grace oh the time is up so we'll continue god willing tomorrow shalom bye bye